Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay, and welcome to 2023. This is Toby. This is Jasmine. And this is Sophie. And we're so excited for another year of the weekly vacay. Thanks for tuning in to chat with us. We're super excited to let you know what we're so amped about um, coming up this year and some goals and what's going on. I can kick things off. It's been a busy start to the year. (laughs) Has it? (laughs) It has. I can't believe we're already four weeks in. Um, Nothing too crazy to announce from my side. Got to go visit family over the break, came back, work, did not rest for anyone, just right back into the swing of things. Um, but really exciting year with it being Disney's 100-year anniversary. Um, so tons of cool projects coming your way. Tons of speaking engagements also coming up. Um, was on another podcast that you all should definitely listen to after this one, of course. Um, just a week ago called the Marketing Marriage Podcast. Going to be speaking at Wisconsin Business School in February and looking to line up some other podcasts and things as well just to spread that weekly vacay love everywhere we can go. So look out for all of those things and I'll pass it off to Jasmine now. Yes. And before I get started, for any press or PR inquiries for Toby Belay, please contact Jasmine at tobybelay.com or you can go ahead and contact Toby at tobybelay.com and make sure to CC me. In terms of my <laughs> updates, <laughs> love the plug. Yeah, just a quick reminder for all of you. Um, but yes, for my updates, honestly, nothing really crazy that I can think about. I'm really in, like fascinated that we're even in 2023. I did, however, get a promotion at work. And so woo, woo, I know. Yes. I know. Yes. Um, yes. And that will be effective February 1st. So that's really exciting. Something I'm really proud of um, working in the d- digital ad space. I feel like I don't divulge enough about my work life, but Working in the digital ad space has been so intimidating for me. I feel like I know nothing most of the time. And then I walked into my last one-on-one with my manager and she was like, I want to let you know, we are promoting you effective February 1st. So be prepared. Um, So yeah, that's really exciting. A really great update. Um, I got to go back to Kansas for the like second week in January to spend time with family. And that was really great. Um, I will be going back again next month. Um, to just spend more time with them. As I mentioned before, there are some health things going on with the family. So as always, send your love and your prayers. We hear them and we feel them and we appreciate them. But yeah, other than that, nothing really crazy. I've been keeping it on the low. It's so cold in California. And I know that's like really funny to say being from Kansas and historically what I've dealt with in the past, but there is just nothing like 40 degrees in Santa Monica. There's just nothing like it. I'm sorry. And yeah, so that's that's me. What about you, Soph? Um, I guess same line, same old, same old. So uh, the new semester, spring semester kicked off, right? So I'm in my second semester of my second year of law school. Um, I'm coming off of a pretty big high for my last semester. So I'm hoping to keep that momentum going so I can finish out my um, second year pretty strong. Um, 
and I have some other obligations at school um, through some of my other organizations that I'm involved with as well. So maybe here and there we'll have a cute little conversation about what it's like to go and argue in front of judges, but <laughs> I can't talk about it until I've actually done it. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just cool and plausible. And I feel like I'm at that point where it's like, there's nothing has really ever been the same like or like nothing has ever changed it's always been consistent and the same but now I feel like I'm a little giddy because this is my first semester as like I feel like an, a true upperclassman because I'm like past my halfway point so um with that comes I think a lot of confidence and um probably a little bit more responsibility so I'm kind of transitioning into that um identity wise um which might for Talus into kind of our next segment of like what our goals are looking like for 2023. I um, would like to say, cause I usually never do um, vision boards or anything like that. So last year I did a vision board for 2022 and I did, I accomplished and did everything on that vision board except for one thing, which I think is crazy. Cause I would never have done a vision board if it wasn't for y'all. So um, yeah. And so this year, I think I'm still working on my vision board, but you have to be intentional about it or else, you know, you have to pray on it you have to sit on it and feel about it before things can continue um, and to actually come into fruition. So I'm still like working on like what I truly want to have on my vision board. Um, but I think something that I am looking forward to is um, having and holding more responsibility because I feel like, I've been a student for most of my life and like I've also taken on like graduate school like law school which is like student plus <laughs> so I think with being a student you kind of are like a novice to like actual real world and like <laughs> the life that happens outside of like like in a per like your career or having a profession like being a student you really don't understand anything outside of just being a student and so mm -hmm. right now I'm in the opportunity of like having real world obligations because the upcoming opportunities that I'm going to have with in law school is literally what I'm going to be doing after I get out of school. So I'm kind of um, challenged with like what real life is going to be like outside of law school, which is really great. So um, I think a goal of mine is to embrace and accept responsibility, um, but also um, having some grace with myself along the way. Um, hopefully I'll have, um, a lot of, um, I guess, like when you're ex uh, uh, accepting responsibility, you're also accepting, like, okay, I'm gonna fuck up here and there. <laughs> and so, I guess that's where, like, the grace part comes in. And um, if you do everything the way that you're supposed to, like, and you fuck up, then, like, can you be really upset? Because that's just you doing the best that you can, and you should accept that type of result. So, taking that with grace, accepting new responsibilities. Um, and hopefully I'm going to have a lot of really great opportunities um, within my professional career this year as well. I love it. So let's go. <laughs> I also like it. I think the grace thing is also huge. I'm really proud of you. Really excited to see you flourish and grow and thrive in 2023. So let's fucking get it. What let's about you? Get it. I definitely just want to be more present and actually live and enjoy um, the fruits of my labor because I feel like I've just been working in overdrive the past 26 years and 
thank God I've had the blessing of being able to achieve a lot, but I don't think I ever truly celebrated any of those wins. So now, like, every single win, whether it's small, medium, extra large, um, I'm just going to make sure that I really celebrate it and take a moment to um, pat myself on the back and to enjoy it and say yes to things more. Um, you know, even if sometimes it means that, like, I have a later bedtime, I just need to start enjoying my life because <laughs> um, I think we all know it's um, not guaranteed. So, yeah, definitely that living in the present is something that I'm striving to do more of. And then the other thing is just making sure that every single decision I make in my personal and professional career is in line with my purpose. And for me, I personally want to, like, I ask God all the time, like, just make sure that, like, I'm walking with you and that everything I do is purpose-driven. I have my purpose loud and clear on LinkedIn for everyone to see. So I just want to make sure that I make myself accountable to that to make sure that I make decisions that are true to myself, my personal and professional brand. And yeah, that's where I'm at first, 2023. What about you, Jasmine? Yay. Aw, Tobes, we're excited to see your purpose come to life and start to come to life in 2023. And I'm also excited for weeknight dinners <laughs> to throw us out of our element and get you in bed later. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Don't forget, I get up at five to work out. So <laughs> I know it's okay. We'll get you in bed by nine, but that's still huge. Um, in terms of goals for me, it's funny because I actually look at new year. Like I look at my new year starting on my birthday. So I've kind of had like these goals in mind and have trying, have been trying to actively work towards them. Of course, I like to use the collective energy of everyone else wanting to start a new year as momentum um, to check in with myself. But one of my big goals is really to see how I can push myself um, in my professional life and both in my nine to five and both outside of it. Um, you know, as you, many of you know, PR director for Toby Boulay is like the most important job of my life. And so um, just, you know, the roles like that, really seeing um, what I can bring to the team, contribute and push to. So that's a really big thing. Um, there are other things like outside of what I've ever spoken to that I would also like to see happen. So those hopefully in some capacity will be able to come to fruition in 2023 that I can share it all um lesser like lesser like big things I guess um I definitely want to start exploring LA more as if like I am vacationing here because I it's like crazy living in a place where you've always dreamt about vacationing in when things start when you get into your routine when you get into like your daily mundane life you forget the like you forget what enticed you and like the glitteriness before. And I'm like, I'm surrounded by all of that. So I want to push myself to, you know, go see the touristy things I've always wanted to see, go find the hidden gems that the locals all know about and just really explore this city that I've always wanted to live in more and just um, make a lot of memories. And yeah, that's, I had another one. Oh, and waking up um, earlier in the morning. I, I keep pushing myself right now. We're doing like 10 minute increments of how much earlier I can wake up, you know? I just really like to maximize my day. And I like the mornings. I, I I enjoy the mornings. It's literally getting up and getting out of bed is my only issue. 
Um, I am cranky, so like, don't talk to me. But for the most part, that's really um, that's a habit I'm trying to instill. And yeah, those are my three goals so far. We're sticking to those because too many and I might psych myself out. Juicy, yeah, I get that. I'm not a morning person either. But yeah, I fa- like, I have found that if you like wake up early, like you don't have to, that doesn't mean you have to like communicate with people. Like I will oh, be yeah. up at an early no. time, but I am mute for like an hour. Yeah. You should. Yeah. And that's what all like people say. I mean, I don't want to say science says it because I don't know if that's true, but that is like expert opinion. It's like have yeah. those hours to yourself. And apparently it only takes three weeks to form a habit. Mm-hmm. So you can do it for like three weeks, getting up early. You're more likely to do it for a longer period of time, apparently. Yeah. And it only takes three weeks. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> to know. Um, in terms of other things to look forward to in 2023, uh, I'm sure we've been hearing a lot of good speculation of what 2023 is going to bring to us in the pop culture world. I know for me, mine is very music heavy. And in terms of focus, I mean, how can we even if we're going to talk music and we're going to talk what to look forward to, how can we even bypass the fact that Frank Ocean is going to be making a stage appearance at Coachella for like what the first time in like a decade? Um, I unfortunately will not be at Coachella this year. My funds will not allow that because, you know, I was not budgeting. And that's okay. <laughs> but I think it's it's just history in the making. I'm excited for everyone that's going to be there. I'm excited. I'm excited for how we're going to be able to stream it and see it. And I, I just think it's really something special that, People are going to get to experience, you know, seeing Frank headlining at Coachella after decades long of a hiatus. Um, more music things I'm looking forward to the When We Were Young tour. I mean, you guys have heard me reference and talk about teenage angsty Jasmine time and time again over on this podcast. And so there are a lot of people on the set list that I didn't even like it, like pulled it from like the depths of my soul of like memories of these bands and um five seconds of summer will be there that's hopefully um a good enough reason for toby and i to get out there and actually go to this festival it's in las vegas it's only four hours from us driving distance wise so we don't have an excuse so that is tbd and lastly in the music world another thing that i'm excited about another performance rihanna at the super bowl let's go i don't know how they got that i don't know what they did I just want to say thank you. I have been dying to hear this woman sing outside of my um, iPhone for ever. <laughs> so thank you. I'm so excited. I'm sure the set's going to be crazy. Choreography is going to be crazy. Body yachty, outfits, everything is going to be insane. I'm ready. Um, I don't know why we call it the Super Bowl when it's obviously her concert. And we don't, we don't that even was know. Coming. Yeah, we, we, we don't even know what teams are going to be there. But we know Rihanna's going to be there. So What's fun about that, and sorry, I just cut you off, but I guess no, you're the good. excitement of Rihanna. Um, it's like one of those things where we have no idea what to expect. That's what makes it so exciting because mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. is she going to play literally everything from Ponder Replay onwards? Is she going to bring anyone out? Like, not that she needs to. Not that she needs to. It's just that people love seeing that at the Super Bowl. I mean, last year, I ate up every minute of like Snoop Dogg like crip walking on the stage like absolutely that, that shit was lit so like, oh yeah like, Rihanna like thinking about who she would bring out from like her generation and like all the numerous like icons she's collaborated with like this is literally going to be in outer space okay I'm I'm I just literally got chills yeah, yeah same. well 
that's what we have to look forward to in the music realm um at least my music realm for 2023 toby any pop culture moments that you're looking forward to in the upcoming year pop culture moments i'm looking forward to this year i'm gonna pivot and go the complete reality tv direction this year so far has been pulling out all the stops we've had the circle on netflix we've had um bling empire new york we've had love island uk winter season we've had real housewives of miami literally rise in the ranks to becoming like the best of the real housewives at this moment like no contest this is not an argument like this is just back it's back yes oh yeah. i did not know see Larsa pippen's on it but I feel like there was something. Ah, now I remember. The whole reason why I wrote this bullet point is because Vanderpump Rules season 10 is coming out on February 8th. And this is the revival season. Like, we all know the show has not been the same since the major villains did some messed up things and got booted from the show. But this is like the first season in like years that just feels like core Vanderpump. And you have the aftermath of like Katie and Tom's divorce, which. Most people never saw coming because they've been together literally since the formation of the show. So a decade. You have all the drama with Lala and her, her divorce from Rand. You have Raquel and Tom Schwartz. You have like literally just anything you could think of that you would like never expect to happen is happening. And every single person on the Bravo side in the cast is like this. This season is like next level. So the excitement. Like, the reality TV community over Vanderpump coming back is just unreal. Like, I am so, so, so excited. <laughs> and to, like, listen to the podcast and things afterwards, like, this is literally what brings me so much joy. Um, Yeah, so I hope you guys tune in to watch Vanderpump this season because I think it's going to really change our minds about the show. Oh, mm-hmm. I will. Because I also feel like it was intentional that they're having a revival and now Real Hosses of Beverly Hills is falling off. So... You People know, seeing that. yeah, I'm like, I, it's calculated in a way and it looks intentional or not even intentional. Maybe it's karma. Maybe it's karmic, yeah. but I will be there. Thank you, Bravo. That's a really good point, Jasmine, because then there's been a lot of speculation like, oh, will Lisa Vanderpump return to Beverly Hills or, oh, should Lala mm-hmm. join the cast to kind of add like a new, like fresh layer and kind of reinvigorate? It's like, there's so many options for where they could go with it, but like, mm-hmm. You also have Jen Shaw being sentenced for her crime. So like Salt Lake City reunion. Like it's just like reality TV has never been like this strong. And like you have new shows like The Traders that has like literally everyone from the reality TV universe that apparently is so good. Like people are saying this show is so good. And Summer House is also coming back. And apparently this is a really good season. We get to see Lindsay and Carl and the formation of their current relationship you see the downfall of Lindsay and danielle's friendship which we never thought we would see in case you couldn't tell i am so passionate about reality tv and so this is going to be a really good year it's going to be a good year <laughs> any pop culture Ooh. moments for you so um if mundane things could be pop culture moments and absolutely um my life hopefully is going to be a pop culture moment at some point so i'm looking forward to that um but I didn't know that Real Housewives of Miami is back. And that kind of just got me real excited. Because I that was that it was always like OC Beverly Hills, Miami. 
And then when they took Miami off, I said, well, what's the point? I like wanted to just like not watch Bravo ever again. Wow. Because um, I, I loved Miami. They had like the most, they had the most beautiful housewives. Like their houses were just like so immaculate. Like it was just everything that I wanted. And there was, they were just a little feisty. More feisty than the other ones. I feel like they play dirty, um, which I'm into. And just a plastic surgery alone just like had me going. Uh, and I'm like, right now I'm right next to Miami. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess I'm looking forward to that. Um, yes. Obviously we're all looking forward to Rihanna. I don't need to reiterate that. Um, that is going to be the moment of the year. And it's unfortunate that it's starting off the year. So thank God for Rihanna. But um, what am I going to look forward to the rest of the year? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> what happens after Feb? <laughs> yeah, it's ending. Um, but as we, we talked about, but not really, but uh SZA dropped an album sos which was insane yes um and <laughs> obviously like most artists once you drop an album there's obviously going to be a tour so SZA is touring and i think it's going to be absolutely insane because like this album is so different than control but i know she's still going to play things on control like i like the album like not equally but i like them a lot i think this is just an incredible artist but the fact that i can see like sos and some of control is about to be like outrageous like I'm in my head I'm like thinking this is going to be insane so I'm really looking forward to SZA's tour however I might be looking forward to a live stream of SZA's tour because there's no way that I'm going to be able to make any of the concerts wait because- I can't remember we talked about this a little before why did you say you couldn't go in Florida again or is she not going to Florida I don't think she's going to Florida I don't not think she's coming to Florida She's going to like five cities. It's like DC, Boston, someplace in Ohio. There's a Georgia one. There's an LA one. Oh, there has to be. Um, there's obviously like a New York one, but they're like on like, it's like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple like weekend ones, but it's in like, I don't know, Idaho. So it's like, it, it's just might not be feasible with like my school schedule. And I think she's literally only touring for like three weeks. I kid you not. Yeah. If you look at the tour dates, it's something fierce. I'm like, who who is bigger playing at these like stadiums or whatever arenas or concert venues on a weekend where SZA can't be there on a Friday or maybe she's just really not trying to tour for that long <laughs> I could also see her being like I'm doing this for three weeks yeah, which is I mean which is absolutely fair like bust it out but it's like I yeah I don't think she's coming to Florida I don't blame her yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't come either shit. no she only yeah she's only doing 20 shows Oh, she's yeah, 20s even more mm-hmm. than we thought yeah i mean so if can you make it to atlanta on march 7th nope i trust me i looked <laughs> she's like i already i already tried this yeah i try i know i'm not kidding i'm trying i'm it might be a miracle i think i might be able to swing the boston one mm-hmm. it's just like with the you know school scheduling and everything but like i love SZA and i missed her last year which really sucks because and it was in august i remember wait who did one of us went Jazz, you went, did you go to her? I didn't go to SZA, no. You didn't go to SZA? I feel like I knew someone that went to SZA and they said it was incredible. Maybe Jonathan. But anyways, hopefully I'll be able to go, but I am looking forward to it. And I think um, I think that's going to be the moment because SOS kind of like, I mean, that SOS was kind of like took over the end of 2022, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I think she's going to start off strong and I think people are really going to enjoy her live. Oh, yeah. You put Kill Bill in front of me, I'll sing the whole song. Oh, it's a rap. That's a rap. <laughs> Yeah. I'll be moshing. I can't wait to mom. <laughs> Open <Whoa>. it up. <laughs> Open it up. <laughs> but I guess that's what I'm looking forward to. Good. Go, SZA. Perfect. Is she also part of your weekly playlist? 
Um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Am I next for that too? That's yeah. Yeah. Oh my Never God. Mind. I was going to make a comment, but I didn't want to spiral into another conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She really has that. I've been listening to a lot of SOS. I've also, along that line, have also revisited Control. What an album. Of course. What an album. It's insane. Um, but yeah, I like I liked SOS a lot. F2F is so good. Kill Bill. Like, honestly, it's just she does an album very, very, very well. Like mm-hmm. seamless album, everything kind of has like a whole story. I will say that control was probably a little bit more cohesive, but I did like I think I like SO SOS better than control. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked control because I feel like I liked it at that time of my life and I really related to it. And I think it's like 20 somethings is like one of the most beautiful songs on this planet. But like I think I like SOS more, maybe, but yeah, for different non-life relatable reasons right i think it's just mm-hmm. a more solid album so yeah i've been listening to a lot of sos and i think i've been listening to i revisited um like passion pit <laughs> oh my god so i go back <laughs> that's so funny because i was thinking about I me mean, it's the most basic one but carried away like anytime the sun is out like and i'm on a walk i'm like i have to listen to the song yeah <laughs> And I listened to Small Pools, like Love Tap, that oh. whole entire album. I listened to it yesterday and I was like, okay, so we have Killer Whales, Dreaming, uh, Karaoke, Street Fight. Are you oh my kidding? Um, I was like, yeah, very, very, very obsessed. So I kind of have revisited those, um, those um, I don't know, I've been in control and then like my old indie pop moments from way back in the day but yeah small pools I literally listened to it yesterday and I was I literally felt like I was walking on clouds like it was I was so happy I remember stumbling home I don't think that was on an actual album of theirs but that was like my favorite song and like most played oops I think like all of 2019 and part of 2020 well Seza has also been in my weekly playlist um the SOS album I agree too that I think it's my favorite between that and control just because SOS is a really great like, I think she does really great storytelling of what the experience is like as you're healing from toxic relationships. Like, Control was like, you're in that toxic relationship. You're kind of, you're, you're in like the bubblegum phase of when you're getting out of it of like, oh, everyone, you're having like the revelation, you know? But SOS is like the story of the turbulence. Um, Like, literally, you feel like dying and being reborn when you escape a relationship like that. So obviously- have to list the favorites of mine. Mine are Kill Bill as well, Low, Snooze, um, F2F. F2F is so fucking good. I love that it's I like giving, yeah, it's giving Demi Lovato like early Disney vibes and like the lyrics are fucked up, um, but I love it. And I also love Too Late um, and Open Arms with the Travis feature, of course. And then the other song I've been listening to is on my weekly playlist is Flowers by Miley Cyrus. I know people either love it or they hate it. I personally love it. I love this, like the place that she's at in her healing journey um, from her divorce and the way that she's now like in this like self-love, um, buying her own flowers. She can do her own shit. She's Miley fucking Cyrus. And I stand. I'm here with for it. And I love it. What about you, Toby? I really have not been listening to music. <laughs> I, I must admit. And genuinely, I think it's just because I'm, I mean, it's not a phase because we all know I've always loved TV. But right now, 
there's I, I didn't give enough love to like the live action stuff going on right now but there's just so much going on in this space right now that all I listen to are all the recap podcasts for like everything from like the last of us on HBO max to like the sex lives of college girls to every single Bravo TV show like I don't have time to listen to music because I'm watching this television in my free time in the weeknights. And then when I'm working out, I have to listen to these podcasts. I don't have time to listen to them during the workday because of all the meetings. So I'm like, this is my time. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want TV to get worse, but God forbid TV gets worse. And I'll probably start listening to music again. But currently, unless I'm like in the car about to go out, like I'll say like, Friday and Saturday night on my way to something I'm mm -hmm. definitely like listening to music but I literally have to like force myself to play it <laughs> I'm at that point <laughs> I get it because I'm sure silence in the car honestly is not bad either after all like all the craziness of your week and then you're like fuck I should listen to music but I never have it silent in the car. I listen to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want the silence because I want to like enjoy like all this. How am I gonna have time to listen to all this stuff? Fair. Damn, she has to force the play on the music. It's only silent when I sleep, to be honest. And that I love, but like I have to be <laughs> listening to these podcasts. <laughs> well, that's fair. Most yeah. of the time, it's, it's like we have Sophie's thoughts, you know. So, girl, you know, what a dangerous concept. <laughs> True, but if anyone needs podcast recommendations, I should give them. If you're yeah, a big us. TV head like me. The Prestige podcast on um, Spotify and anywhere you listen to podcasts is good. The Ringer Reality TV podcast is good. If you also happen to watch anything reality TV like I do. Higher Learning featuring Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay is amazing. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey is amazing if you're into pop culture, anything, especially like in the Kardashian, Bravo, that whole world. Um, what else? Bachelor Party, comments by celebs, chicks in the office, the ringer verse. Like I'm just scrolling and scrolling, but I kid you guys not. The Weekly Bay I listen to it all, so... Yeah, those are my recommendations. Lovely. Well, there you have it, folks. That's what we've been listening to. That's what we're looking forward to. We appreciate and love you always. Thank you so much for your time and for your ears. You can like, subscribe, share us with your friends, follow us on all of our social media. You know the vibes. Everything is down in the description. Stream, um, does strength need a rebrand? And yeah, feel free to write us at theweeklybaykay at gmail.com if you have anything to say, confirm, or deny from this episode. Until next month, um, we'll see you. Love you. See ya. Bye. I'm Sophie. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Toby. And you've been listening to The, the Weekly, Weekly Baykay. Bay